We are back from our little break here. Welcome back to the Thunderdome. Yes. Can we call the, ourselves Thunderdome? Is that allowed? That, or we... that is the new moniker for this show. Wrestling Plug Inc. presents the plug. Inside a Thunderdome. Thunderdome. <laughs> Bitch. Thunderdome. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> for those who have never seen Waiting, the kid at the beginning, when he's like getting introduced and he's walking through and Ryan Reynolds is like, this is the kitchen. And the Dane Cook pulls a knife and he's like, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> That's the only thing I've thought of the entire time when they're like, this is the Thunderdome. And if, if, if you're even a little bit older to remember uh, Thunderdome from the 80s, I, I hope there's some sort of element of that, maybe. We'll see. Uh, or, you know, the, uh, the, the Dr. Dre Tupac California Love video. That was Thunderdome-esque, yeah. you know. So let's just have that as the intro. That's the new intro for SmackDown. That might be the intro for this episode. Normally, I pick the song before we start. I haven't done that yet. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's dead but hopefully, hopefully, people get it, uh, and so they don't have to listen to an hour of our podcast before they get the reference. I hope they don't get it, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, it'd be it. You know, that's good. What that is, what that is, John, is that's good writing on our on our part for the foreshadowing that will yeah. come later in the podcast. That's just good writing. There, that's, that's right. good. That's what, that's what we that's what we need. Good creative. That's what we yeah. have. That's what we bring to the that's, table. Vince, that's call good us. Shit. That's, that's good shit. Good. Call us. Sign us. So SummerSlam, we're here. They're predicting or projecting or presenting, whatever you want to call it. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> Unless, to me, that means that Retribution is going to burn down the Performance Center while they're at the Amway Center or burn down the SummerSlam set. Yes. I don't know what they're going to do. It tells me or something I haven't seen before. I, I don't want to say it. It's almost like this this almost has a feeling of John, you're a Cubs fan. I'm a Cubs fan. We, to the point yeah. that, that we have had our hearts broken legitimately our hearts broken probably more times than people have broken our hearts or, or, or loved ones have significant others have broken our hearts. I it's it's our it's we could make the argument that the Cubs have done it more. Uh, and this, ha- I, I hesitate to say it because it's like the feeling of saying, oh, the Cubs might win it here. Uh, <laughs> but could it be that we don't see it coming when Phil CM Punk Brooks hate takes, you. Off, takes off that ski mask? Is it possible? Stop. <laughs> I was doing so good. I was doing great. I, uh, between you and uh, my buddy Josh that brought it up the other day, every CM Punk rumor since he's left, I read it. Yeah. 
Same. I get excited. I say, oh, this time it makes sense. This, yeah, this is it. This is our time. For a while there, I even had to reset the counter every <laughs> time. I'd go six months without a CM Punk room. I'm like, okay, he's done. He's finally done. Yep. I'm past it. Yep. I can move on with my life. We don't even hear that. I, almost, I can almost argue, Kyle, that Phil CM Punk Brooks has broke my heart more than the Cubs. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That is yeah. fair. Is he showing up at the end of SummerSlam taking that mask off? If he does, I'll lose my mind. Yeah, I, I'm, I will legitimately <laughs> lose my mind. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But he's not doing anything right now. Backstage got canceled. They need something big. I just, I don't know. I don't even know in what capacity he would come back. I can't imagine he wants to be the leader of a bunch of middle schoolers that are spray painting and teeping things. That is, that's the only (laughs) holdup for me is that I don't think he would think this is cool. (laughs) You want me to come back for this? I mean, unless, of course, they're like, here's $15 million a year for like four appearances, you know, like something crazy. We're not working with a humongous roster. Their their expenses are are way down, I would assume. Um, I I would I would imagine that they're saving money not having to set up in a, at an arena every uh, three you know two to three times a week. I I mean, and and even before that, when when times were normal, they could easily afford to throw fifteen million dollars at them. They, whatever whatever dollar amount that he writes down on a piece of paper and slides to Vince, Vince will say okay before he even picks it up off of that desk. So I don't think it's that, but but you're right. Is he looking at this angle thinking this is not really cool, guys? Um, but I also, if, it, if he is a part of this... He, he could make it cool. Been, he could make it cool, and I don't believe that he's been a part of the no. attacks. The rumor on the street is all these people right now are fill-ins until they decide who's actually in the group, which that's fine, too. That's fine. Yeah. I, I look at it as it's something new and it's different, but I also look at it, and I it doesn't make a lot of sense logically. Like Monday night, they took over the truck at the beginning of the show for what? 10 minutes and then they were like yeah we succeeded and then the rest of the show was fine in terms of production value like yeah it, it's corny little, yeah it is corny. i'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight because now i'm gonna be dreaming of cm punk being in retribution thank you <laughs> kyle no problem i'm like a drug addict dude you're just like waving drugs in my face not to make fun of I'm, I'm like that. You're, you're just get you're you're feeding the fire. You're 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 feeling my addiction here. I want CM Punk back in a WWE ring more than anybody. I oh I same. That's all. That's all I've wanted. Uh, I can't think of another comeback that I've wanted so badly. It's the only one left. It's the only one left. 
It's really the Edge said he was never coming back. He came back. Michael exactly. said he was never coming back. He came back. And it, he Edge, actually said at takeover at a takeover, he announced he was never coming back. Yeah. And Michaels is like, oh, Saudi Arabia wants to give me twenty million dollars. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, to see Edge come back, you know, at what point does CM Punk say, okay? I, I thought it was I think I think that this year would have been normal. I think we would have gotten him. I have a feeling maybe that we would have gotten him by now. Maybe not, but but with with uh and of course he was signed to Fox. He wasn't signed to WWE, but he was still involved with WWE. And I really think that's all it takes for guys. It doesn't matter who it is. All it takes is that little that little foot in the door. Saint, I mean, Goldberg, a perfect example. Goldberg had no intention of coming back. And they said, hey, you want to you wanna be in the video game? And that's all it took for him. So, um, yeah. And that was a similar situation as CM Punk. Not as severe, uh, obviously. But, but I, I don't see CM Punk getting back in a UFC ring. Or octagon, excuse me. I would hope not. Yeah, I would certainly hope not. So, what else? What no, no, no disrespect to him, by the way. You went there, you did it. I could never do it. I wouldn't have lasted as long as you did, but it's just not for you, buddy. <laughs> no, no, he and he. I don't think it makes him. I don't think it makes him look like less of a badass. It doesn't no, make no, him look. Doesn't uh, make him great, but it does. Yeah. Um, but he, he, man, and, and he would become instantly, he's the, he's the main eventer on either pay-per-view. He's the biggest wrestler on TV without it, without a doubt. Right. And he probably has creative control to an extent, I would imagine. I would imagine he would come back and have like Edge. Edge writes his own stuff. Edge does his own stuff. Edge has creative control. Yeah, I would imagine CM Punk would not come back for anything less than that. Right, and, actually, and given how it went it, the first time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get him back, get his wife AJ Lee back. Let's just go. Let's just get it all done. That well, and there, awesome. were, there were rumors that maybe one of the girls, although I, neither of them look small enough. Um, AJ Lee was was a a pretty. Um, seemed to be a fairly one of the shorter women on the roster on the women's roster so I, but there was a rumor that H.J. Lee might be one of the masked uh, people in retribution but we'll see I, I've also heard that you know maybe this is the list of people that have been overlooked or even possibly cut um, maybe it's the guys in AEW I don't know oh man <laughs> Find out that they're all working together. You would never see it coming. That that's true. I mean, I've been saying that for a while now. That would be the smartest thing. It, I would say, not even just in wrestling history. It would be the smartest thing that's ever happened in wrestling history. But I also think it would be the one of the smarter things that's ever happened in this realm of inner combining. Uh, to companies like that. I mean, the revenue, I don't, you know, that's, that's how do you, as far as who gets the 
end and who gets creative control across those two companies. But and this is neither here or there. That's that's not what's happening. But it's it's still an interesting thing to think about. Absolutely. Who knows what they're going to come up with? So again, as we've recorded this, it's Thursday night. WWE is very uh, pro adding matches at the last minute to like the pre-show and things like that. So we're not going to predict those today. Talk about those. If you want to see those predictions, if I catch them in time, usually they end up on Wrestling Plug Inc. on on Facebook and Twitter and all that. You can check it out there. I'm just going to give you what has already been set, which is a good amount of matches. We're going to talk. We got some stuff. Don't worry. We're not going to sell you short fans. We got you. We got you. I don't know if there's anywhere you want to start, Kyle, or you just want me to go down the list. Um, I would say let's start with the Street Profits versus Garza and Andrade. For the 1700th time. Yes. But <laughs> there, there are certain people you can just keep letting them fight. Um, as far as tag teams go, it, it it's very similar to Usos versus New Day, where that that doesn't really get too old. Uh, no, that's these, classic. Yeah, these four guys. I think they have more to show. I think this will be visually one of the. I hope one of the better matches on the card, as far as wrestling goes. I think it'll be super entertaining. Uh, I'm still waiting for Montez to get his his big push. Um, I think there's a, you know, we've talked about this before. I think there's a chance that Montez Ford has superstar esque potential, rock esque potential, rather. I think, I think he could, he could fall into that slot where we haven't had that since The Rock. And I think he has that kind of potential. And maybe this is the start of that, at least. Um, like the poisoning that he got from Zelina Vega is the turning point for his stardom. It's, it's, like it's like the it's like the the stuff on Space Jam that they all drink. That's what. <laughs> I was thinking more like it's the Sleeping Beauty. You know, he's poisoned, and then this Prince Charming's gonna come <laughs> save the day. I just don't. I I don't understand. I don't understand this whole dynamic. They poisoned Montez Ford yeah. weeks before their matchup for the tag titles. If she's going to poison him, why doesn't she wait until, like, I don't know, t- <laughs> the night before SummerSlam? Yeah. <laughs> Today? Yeah, um, yeah. Why, yeah. why is it that every time a pretty lady shows up on Raw, <laughs> all of them just mac on her? That's They're true. basically fighting over like some bachelorette reject demi. Sorry, honey. That was one of my wife's favorite for that season. But I uh, mean she didn't win, so she's a reject in our world. I've I've never watched a season of The Bachelorette. You're missing out. The ba- that's the fine. But that's fine. but um my girlfriend Sam uh, made me watch this season, and Demi was was my favorite uh, as well. So, 
getting wrecked. Well, I'm saying reject in the sense that she lost. She didn't win. She, she did. Was entertaining. Correct. <laughs> that's there. That's that's SummerSlam's big celebrity kit is Demi from Bachelor. <laughs> but yeah, they they got, they got Dawkins is hitting on her. Gars is hitting on her. Zelina's poisoning yeah. Montez. Like, it's a weird story angle, but it's it's going to shape out to be an incredible match. I I, I mean, these guys don't put on a bad match don't get me wrong but this is what we talked about earlier in the night about they need more tag teams they need different because it's the same forward and i mean even they weave the viking raiders in and out of this at times and it's just those three teams seem to just continue to do the same thing over and over again and i think the street profits I think they lose. I think you give it to Garza and Andrade here. I think you you get them over. You know, maybe sell the effects of the poisoning here yeah. at SummerSlam, even though it happened a few weeks ago. So he should be fine. I agree. But I think you go uh, that route because Selena is money, and there and Garza is money, and Andrade is money. The three of them together is good if they give them something really good to do and I think having the Street Profits have had the titles for a while now let them chase a little bit that could be yeah. fun that would at least for me change it up so then that way when I'm watching them wrestle again for like the 200th time I go oh it's something different though at least now the Profits are you know working their way back up absolutely I think this can I think the way that it should go is yes Garza Andrade win this, and then a feud starts with. Uh, I think the the logical next step would be Cedric and Ricochet stepping up and and putting on tag matches with the four of those guys that would be five star probably every single match and stuff that we've never seen before, um, which seems to be the theme so far of the show. But uh, that yeah. Yeah, that's what I would like to see happen. Um, it would be new. Like you said, the, the Street Profits have had them for a while. They are fun to see with the titles. Um, but yeah. Andrade definitely needs needs a title around his waist again. Um, and Garza deserves it, like you said. And I again, I think, I think bringing in new teams, new faces, especially with uh, other tag teams that we're used to seeing, are are not there right now. So I think and and what the hell are you are you going to do with Cedric and Ricochet and Ali for that matter? What are you going to do with these guys if not put them in just this keep, position, just keep right now, hanging out in the keep, back. keep them in yeah, my keep. gosh, two of the best athletes on your roster hanging out. And I get it, you know. I'm I'm not somebody who I'm one of those people that understands you can't have everybody on TV every single week having incredible storylines in title pictures, having incredible uh, Ciampa Gargano style feuds. That's just not possible and it would be exhausting and all would probably it would have a negative effect on everything. So but now is the time, I think, to bring ricochet and alexander uh back into the limelight and and i think that the tag title picture is the right way to go there there you go so it sounds like we both got andrade and garza 
Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, let's move it on. I'm going to just pull one out. I want to talk about it. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, the hair versus hair match. I also, I, well, the first thing I, I, want, to I want to talk about that because I want to tell, listen here, fans, <laughs> stop being fucking weirdos. Oh, that, God. that shit is not cool. It's not funny. People making jokes about it. We're past that, all. You know what I mean? That fan that shows up at her house. I mean, it's still on the docket for SummerSlam, so we'll talk about it. If they decided to pull it because of what happened this week, I wouldn't fault them. Absolutely. At all. Yeah, it's... it's... It's just bad all around. It's not good. It's, It's one of those things, too, where idiots like that guy ruin it for everybody else because that's why now you're going to go to these places and there's going to be even more security even more bag checks you know barricades you know that's why the the fan experience that's why they make you pay so much to go to these fan events and get autographs and get photos and things like that because of guys like that absolutely and um I mean, really, it's 2020, and we should have moved past this kind of stuff a long, long time ago. Um, and it's unfortunate, and that's another reason why probably that we, we can't seem to get ourselves out of the PG era because we can't be trusted with it. That's a fair point. Um, I do, just to lighten it back up a little bit, um, we can. We did, we're not going to go on some PSA rant. We can line it back up. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, I agree. Stop I being agree. fucking weird. Stop, Stop obsessing Stop over fucking. celebrity people. Let their people too. Let them live their lives. Exactly. What happened is not funny. Not acceptable. Let's move Absolutely. on. I just had I to just put that out there. Our pre in our pre-show discussions. Pre uh, yeah, pre-show hangouts. Yes, pre-show hangouts in 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 your uh, your list. John John will give me a list of of matches and things to talk about. And and regards to this match, you said Mandy Rose versus Sonia Hair versus Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that too. I was like, yeah. I hope he knows what I mean. That it's like Sonia Deville. Mandy Rose, no, hair versus hair, crazy. but yeah. I, I wish they would have billed it as Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville versus hair. That's what yeah, I wish. Oh, the hair puppet from that would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. Man, little hair pu- puppet, a triple threat. Well, since you yeah. did that, and since you called me out on it, I'm going to go down the road. I got kids, Kyle, like my man, Heath Slater. I wasn't going to mention him. I was going to break the streak tonight, but you ruined it. <laughs> You're ruined. <laughs> Hashtag impact for Heath. Heath for impact. Give that man a job. Anyway. <laughs> falling off the rails here. That's but what to he come does back do. to it, to talk about the matches, the hair versus hair thing, I can't remember off the top of my head, and I should have did some more research today, if we've had a women's hair versus hair match in WWE. I believe we have. I just don't remember who, but it's been so long that I don't remember who. So this is interesting. 
Absolutely. I think... Uh, and I hate to say it. I think they're going to shave Sonya's head. Yeah. And yes. do a uh, straight-edge society... What was that girl's name? I can't remember her name for the life that's, of me. Exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. But that, or Mel from AEW. Because although I really think, and you'll never see it coming, they should shave Mandy's head. I think if they shaved Mandy's head and then Otis was just like, <laughs> you know, I was only with you for your hair would be the most Otis thing to say. Yes. Then Otis turns, turns on bald Mandy and he's like, I really, really like the hair. <laughs> Just that was it. That would be, you're right. We would not see that coming. I think Sonia would, would rock a shaved head. I think she would look. Oh like yeah. And then I think if you put her in there in the raw underground against Shayna Baszler, uh, that is money. That is that is gold right there. Um, I think I think Mandy I, could pull off a shaved head. I just unfortunately I think that the WWE is because they were debuting her new look left and right, showing off pictures yeah. all week and stuff. I think yep. they're living in that realm, and I think poor Sonya, after the week that she's had, is going to end up with no hair. Yep, I I agree. Um. And uh, just the way we know how wrestling kind of how the wrestling world turns uh, and the way this this storyline is played out, it it makes most sense for um, Mandy Rose to to get the the win here uh, just because she fought so much the past few weeks. So it it does make most sense here. And I but again, I, I, I. I think it also makes sense for Sonya after this feud. I mean, what do you, what do you do with her? I don't think she's necessarily right just yet for a title picture. She doesn't need to be back in a, in a tag team um, unless you put her with uh, Shayna Baszler, but that's, that's not going to happen. I think we'll see her in raw underground um, and, and hopefully, you know, see some sort of, of fight between her and uh, well, be, her I would you'd have to do some legwork there if she's but I think you could do some cool stuff with Sonya and I do think that after this feud with Mandy it would be smart to trade her to Raw for whatever reason and just freshen it up and get her away from that because I feel like that's going to be the oh let's just go back to the Sonya Mandy well and eventually yeah. it's not as meaningful so you just right. need to distance them and put them on different shows after this and then let Sonya do something cool on Raw, something fresh, something different. Like you said, get in the underground or do something with Shayna or whoever. I mean, she's got star written on her. I think she can do a lot, so I'm hoping to see where they go next. But, yeah, like I said, that poor girl's going to lose her hair. Yep, I think so. But I think it'll it'll be great. I think it'll be a positive thing for her. And this could be a, a huge jumping off point for um, for Sonya Deville. And, and I mean, I think she looks great in the ring. She's got a great look. She's good on the mic. Um, she has that kind of um, bad guy, Randy Orton, or, or, or um, Ken Shamrock kind of vibe to her. Uh, so I hope they run with it, and I hope they make her even darker after uh, after she probably gets her her head shaved. 
Speaking of shaved heads, let's just move right or wrong, right or wrong, right or wrong. I can't. Okay. Hold on. I need to learn how to speak tonight. <laughs> right or wrong. Moving right along to Apollo Crews versus MVP because, you know, you don't need his head shaved. He's already bald for the United yes. States Championship. Um, I mean, I feel like you have, this is another one of those situations where you're building up a brand new faction, the Hurt Business, that name kicks ass. They look good. They look like a million bucks. And then you got Apollo Crews, who you're trying to build up. But if MVP loses, then what are we doing here? Right, they keep t- right. the business just keeps they can't keep taking losses and have us think that they're credible. And if they yeah. only do stuff in the underground, again, I don't think that helps them. I mean, that's a cool niche, but if they got gold, you know, and they have titles and they're winning, and they just, I don't know. What do I you- agree, and especially with MVP debuting that new title, right. Um, and it's, it's 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 weird to say that you know we're seeing MVP in a, in a title picture in 2020 on WWE. That's still odd. Oh my gosh! But, hold on, dude. Somebody's flipping off my light switches. Just kidding. Sorry. I had to drop a retribution line in there real quick. <laughs> oh man! Somebody threw toilet paper oh. at my house. Shoot. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I do. Somebody somebody ate all the cat food. Shit. God, no. <laughs> okay, I think they're gone. You were saying MVP? <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was such a terrible minor inconvenience. Oh, no. I don't know if I'll be able to get past this. Oh, <laughs> uh, We can't kill retribution before we know what happens. You're And you're stepping on my power of positivity shoes, and I don't like it. You, all, you almost pulled me down with you. I'm not letting it happen. Retribution's gonna be cool. We're gonna see. That's gonna be the thing we least expect. Oh no! They drew on my sidewalk with sidewalk chalk. How am I ever gonna get that <laughs> off, dude? Oh. I've been waiting to throw that in there for the last like hour. So sorry. I like that. I like that. That's great. I love it. Uh, but anyway, but yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't care about Apollo Cruz. I'm just gonna say it. I just, I don't, he has not given me, he has never really given me anything to give a damn about. I just, he's a great athlete and a, and a good wrestler, but I just don't care. I, I'm with you. I, he's very bland on the mic. The stuff they give him to say is, yeah, I, I don't believe him. Yeah. I don't feel that passion behind it. He's a great athlete. I hate to say it. I think they need to give it to MVP. Yep. And it's it'll just like you said, you know, we have a new faction coming up. It's it's a really cool faction, but it can only be cool if they start brutalizing. If they just start winning, beating the shit out of people. That has to happen. They have to look like absolute badasses. Um you know, this this could easily be an evolution kind of group. Uh, that kind of vibe to them. Just this this 
this kind of legend status, this, uh, um, you know, they're, they're on a different pedestal. They're in a, they're, they're on private jets while everybody else is, is flying commercial. They're there. I mean, maybe you could, you know, some people have said there's a little, you know, maybe they could do a little nation of domination. I don't think they're going to go. I don't think they necessarily need to go that route. Uh, I think it, it'll, it could look a lot more like evolution, um, yeah. but they got to start winning. So I, I, I hope MVP wins this. I just don't care about Apollo Crews. So we're both in agreement. Moving on to people that need to start winning, maybe. Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. I mean, Dominic doesn't have a win under his belt, so he would need to start winning as his first match is at SummerSlam against the Messiah of Monday night. Oh my God, come on. Um, and he got the shit beat out of him by that kendo stick. Wow. Ooh, wow. Respect. Awesome. Respect. Respect. Big time. He he took it like a champ. Uh, and I, it, we haven't seen a kendo stick beating like that in a very long time. Not like that. Um, no, since like, since like Tommy Dreamer, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. ECW days, like. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, it's a street fight. They decided. They announced it. It's a, so. I have a feeling some people are going to get involved. Yes, absolutely. Look at you, Samoa Joe. I'm looking at you. I hope so. I it's see you itching. You want to get back in that ring? Mm-hmm. Rollins mm-hmm. is pissing you off with his, you know, perfect hair. You're just mad that about jacket. it. That's the what jacket. it is. The jacket, the glove. I get you know, it. Just, I get it, Joe. You're, you're upset. You wish and, you had that. <laughs> and Rollins doesn't need a win here. Um, no, this um, isn't. Yeah, this isn't like Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, not to cut you off, where it would be like detrimental in a way to lose to Mysterio. No, because I think you know, Seth. For one, he's built up a hell of a resume, and Dominic isn't just some guy off the street. Right. I mean, they're, they're trying to play that up, but I mean, they've also been. This is you're a WWE superstar now. You've been training with your dad. I mean, here's his dad's one of the most you know over wrestlers of all time. Yeah, and a and a legend. A legend. Three times over. Right. So. I think Dominic gets the win here without, I think he gets it with some help. Yeah. Probably from his dad and Joe, I would imagine. Um, I, I do I, have I, a feeling that Buddy Murphy might turn on Rollins. Yeah, that Just seems that. like they're building towards that, which would then immediately give, and that's that's why this is also important, is because that would immediately give Seth Rollins something else to do, because a lot of people don't like Seth. I mean, our two guest stars last week are not Seth fans, but but I still love Seth Rollins. Um, I still think he's one of the better wrestlers in the world, and uh, he needs he needs to immediately have something else to do. So, a feud with Buddy Murphy would be really cool, and they would put on really great matches as well. Yeah. Unless, you know, Austin Theory might return. You never saw that coming. 
Yeah, and I that's going to be the I, big that's going to be the big swerve of SummerSlam. Oh, don't don't in the Thunderdome. We had we had Austin Theory come back, guys. Gotcha. <laughs> I know you wanted CM Punk. I know you wanted AEW to invade. We got Austin Theory, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's you go to the store and you say, "Mom, can I have CM Punk?" No, no, we have CM Punk at home, and it's Austin Theory. That's what WWE is going to do to us. That's right. Uh, so we're both we both think Dominic's going to get it done, huh? Dominic gets it done. Yeah, what is with all this agreement, man? This is terrible. This is, too, this is not uh, the if we were on pardon pardon the interruption, it would be a, a terrible show right now. You cancel. People think we like each other. This is odd. <laughs> So let's just we're moving moving right along. And I always do this with these three, and it's just how it is. I'm gonna couple it all together. Bailey versus Asuka, Bailey versus Sasha. Both titles are on the line. I don't think you can talk about each match separately without just talking about it as a whole. I agree. Um I would I would imagine that we see the show start with Maybe Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Um, she's going first. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll get Sasha. Maybe, maybe second to last, third to last. It's got to be um, up there. I'd have to imagine it's got to be one of the co-main events or close to yeah. it. I, there's not I, much I, else outside of Orton and maybe the Fiend match, but right. I think you put that in between those two, to be honest. So, I agree. Um, I don't think you can have. It's either uh, you can't have Oscar win one belt. Um, I think that would not make any sense for the Sasha and Bailey to go back to one person having two belts, the other having one. That doesn't make any sense. So it's either Oscar loses both matches or Oscar wins both matches, maybe with the help of Shayna. And then, you know, they go on to win the tag match and then they that sets up a feud um with Shayna and Asuka and then the belts get split up and then maybe they lose the tag belts at at a at another pay-per-view but I I that's how it's got to go either both all or nothing yeah it's all or nothing here well they've announced that at payback next week which by the way I don't they're having payback a week after SummerSlam seems odd to me that Sasha and Bailey will defend those tag team championships against a mystery team at this point. So, yeah, I'm with you on the it's all or nothing thing. The only thing I could think is that maybe Bailey and Asuka put on like a 30 minute, ah, 30 minutes is long. I don't think they would do that, but you know, 20 minute banger of a match, and then Bailey yeah. loses. And then Sasha wins later in the night, and that keeps the Sasha Bailey thing going because I think it doesn't necessarily need a title to be a great feud, but it doesn't hurt. I true. Do, I would. I do like the idea of Oscar winning all the belts though, and just showing up on Monday Night Raw with both titles, and then go. You know what? I want to challenge for the tag titles too, and then she just takes all of them from them. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. And then she pulls um, her mask off her face and reveals that she's Charlotte Flair. You'd never <laughs> see that coming either. Very true. And that, you know, that could be um, maybe how Asuka wins one of the belts is, is Charlotte comes out. Uh, I don't know if we're there yet with Charlotte. I don't know if she's there yet. Um, the tag, you know, as far as the tag, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah, but, we'll get to the tag titles next week. Yeah, when they do but that. I think if Shayna if Shayna shows up to help Oscar at all, I think that that sh- that reveals that tag championship. It's not those two. It's it's Liv and Ruby Riot, in my opinion. But we'll get to that. Right, right. We'll we'll have plenty of time to dive in. So for me, I think in a I want both of them to retain. But if I had to pick, I think. It's tough because Asuka is on Raw, so she has the SmackDown Women's Championship without the t- – it's it's a mess. I think – you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. The golden role models retain both. Asuka ends up with nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Um, Until the first match of the night and then Bailey loses, and I'm like, oh, well, there goes my prediction. Oh, yeah. It's, I think the, the thing about it is is – the, the the only next logical thing for Bailey and Sasha to do is have their long awaited mega match. But I, I think you have to save that for a crowd and you have to save it honestly for WrestleMania. So maybe that's yet to come and we won't see that start to unfold until Royal Rumble season. Um and the road to WrestleMania. So maybe, maybe we won't, I'm going to say they retain here as well. All right. God, dude, I thought we were going to go different on that one. Well, we'll move That's right along. This one, I think we might go different. Actually, I'm going to save that one. We're going to just, we're going to go, we're going to save Drew and Orton for last. I'm going to go okay. back. Let's get Braun and we'll get the fiend out of the way. I was going to go with Drew and Orton now. But I don't want to talk about that. So let's go with the Fiend and Braun for the W for the Universal Championship. I just want this to be over with. Boy, <laughs> we're we're in it again, huh? I, I just want these two well, to go away from each other. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But but by the way, This it just doesn't. It's still unsettling because of where we were left last time. The fiend was in a a title picture, um, which goes unspoken. We don't talk about those two matches. They didn't happen. Um, we can do that in wrestling, believe it or not. We race moments in history in the world of professional wrestling. That's why it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, but uh, I do, however, really enjoy where Alexa Bliss is in this spot. And it's just a matter of what happens. I don't think this, this, this matches the story of necessarily Bray and Braun. It's the story of uh, Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. Right. So it's just a matter of is she playing possum to help Braun win? And there's some sort of interference there. And that's how the fiend 
losses. I think that's the only way you can have the Fiend lose here. You can't, you cannot have the Fiend lose outright. But putting the title on the Fiend is also a, because you, you, I don't ever want to see the Fiend lose. Right. I want to see him I come think. out, snap Finn Balor's neck, and keep on walking. Yeah. Maybe not every week, but you know what I'm saying. That first debut when he just, oh, that was so cool. It was perfect. It, it was, was the best debut we've ever seen, probably. So and, and I, I don't want, you know, it's been almost a year since Hell in a Cell, and we can't have that happen again. So I've been thinking about it, and I'm not, I'm not big into like horror movies and things like that. But I know a little bit about it. You know that little horror film. Don't they always have just that one thing that you know makes them calm and keeps them, or they have like the apple of their eye or something? And that yeah. seems like what they're going with yeah. with Alexa Bliss here for the fiend. I- and I don't know where she's at with it. We'll, we'll probably find out a little bit more this Friday on SmackDown when they on the go home show. But I, I just I think maybe she and him are working together now. He kind of saved her from Braun. Braun's now a psychopath. He's shaved his head, so you know he's a bad guy. <laughs> My favorite meme of the day when he shaved his head was the whole, now it's the Braun show, you know, like he's the big show. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and that's the other question here. Uh, and that adds to the dynamic. Are, did we see a, a, a double turn? I think so. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I don't know how you could possibly make the fiend uh, like a baby face, like I don't get it. I mean, he's cool, but he shouldn't be like, you know, helpful and happy. And he's not going to come and like save the day. I mean, he's no, nice to but... he's nice to Alexa Bliss, but that's right. because. But but then again, I'm sure you know. Like I said, in some of those movies, like Michael Myers probably liked some chick. Yeah, and I mean... But killed everybody uh, else, you know what I mean? Like, he likes who he likes, but he's also well, a psychopath. Right, well, and there was a moment with, with Michael Myers, and I, you know, to it is a decent point of reference. Um, a, a person who doesn't speak, that doesn't seem to go down. You can put him down, but he doesn't stay down. Um, there were some scenes with Michael... Myers where where he was soft towards his sister um which is a a good a good point there are we seeing are we seeing signs of a sister abigail here and then before the swamp fight i don't think um that wouldn't have made sense to anybody nobody would have been like oh that that'll be cool but alexa bliss knocked that whole segment uh, out of the park and I don't know if they're right. going to continue on with that or if that was just something to mess with Braun's head I think that's the only reason they did it was to mess with yeah. his head and then they realized oh no this worked and people are talking about this so let's keep it going Yeah, I don't even know if they know where it's going to go yet I mean I it, I say 
<clears throat> I mean, and, and Bray has said in interviews um, and shoot interviews on, on podcasts that he and but this has been five, six years since I saw this particular clip from a podcast. But he always said, I don't really see the need for an actual sister Abigail. But uh, again, after that swamp fight, I think this is a <clears throat> excuse me, a great time to introduce a sister Ab- Abigail and after Nikki cross and her disband, what else are you doing right now with Alexa bliss? Because every other title picture is taken up and there's, there's not a logical place for her to go right now. So why not make her sister Abigail? Right. Oh, no, I agree. I think you definitely I think they should explore this and see where it goes, whether she's Sister Abigail or she's the idea of Sister Abigail, I will say. I don't know if they name her like, hey, this has always been Sister Abigail, or is this just like the fiend, the apple of the fiend's eye type deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Type stuff. I think either way, it's a weird spot to be in, and as much as I think Braun needs to get the title off of him because it's not working for me, no. Does he does he take but the, does he take down the fiend? And if he beats the fiend, he just cheapened the fiend. So I gotta go with you. Gotta let the fiend win this thing. Yeah, and I think if you do continue to put Alexa and the fiend together, that also gives you a fairly easy way out. Where some at some point down the line, if you want the fiend to drop to somebody, drop the title to somebody. You have your your interference there, where the fiend once again doesn't lose clean. He can be put down by somebody, but somebody didn't beat him. It was Alexa Bliss somehow interfering and making him too soft, and then he turns on Alexa Bliss, or or vice versa, of course. Vince, if you're listening, just keep the title away from the fiend. Stop. <laughs> but stop. also keep it away from Braun. Um, not, not, not even keep it away from Braun. Gives Braun something better to do than fight the Fiend. I just, yeah, I just Fiend don't. Uh, I think you know that he's had. I mean, not many big men have the title for as long as he's had it. There's, I just don't. There's no point. I don't think it's compelling, um, and it's unfortunate. But I, you know, there's, there's. There's still something missing to Braun for me. Maybe, maybe, maybe that will get added. Maybe that missing yeah, piece yeah. gets added this week. We'll see. We'll uh, see. All right. Yeah, well, I think we put it on the fiend. We are to the last match of what we've already established is the list that we've gotten. They might add some more to it, but we are at the WWE Championship match. I assume should close out the show unless they go with the fiend and Braun to close it out. But either mm-hmm. way, this is big time. This is Drew McIntyre. It's Randy Orton. This is the match I think Drew McIntyre needs for this title run. I think Orton's firing at all cylinders. I don't know which way they're going to go here. What do you got some thoughts on it? I don't know either. Um, I, I never thought that I would want to see Randy Orton back in a title picture again. Uh, I think the last time he had it, it was very placeholder-esque to me. Um, I, I throw there for a while there, up until up until the feud started with Edge. Bef- before that, 
to me, there were three big placeholders that I just did not care when they had the title, but it just moved along till they got to something better. And that's Seamus, um, Randy Orton, and uh, um, Jinder Mahal. I think those three guys <laughs> are just placeholders. Stop with Jinder Mahal. He wasn't well, a placeholder. He was he because they were signing a deal in India. Okay, that, yeah. And they, so they wanted to have that presence on, you know, Indian TV. Sure, that makes sense. That's <laughs> and that's he's the fair. goat. No, no, stop. All right, all right. I, we will. We won't go down that road today. We'll save that for another time. But yeah, there's no, our <laughs> argument. There's our argument for the night. <laughs> Yeah, Randy um, Orton, it's because Randy Orton is a safe bet. I mean, you put the title on him, it's believable because he looks yes. like a million bucks. He's been doing it for 20 years now. It feels like 20 years. I don't know if it has quite been that, but and he doesn't, it might, he it's doesn't, pretty close. Yeah, 20 years. I mean, he started early 2000s. And, and between Randy Orton and The Miz, nobody else has breaks. Or I mean, uh, goes without breaks like these two guys do. Um, Randy Orton is just has never stopped, and it's consistent and it's easy. At times, it's very boring and blah, and it seems like he's just going through the motions. But he's consistent, um, so it would make sense here because, again, I think the other reason why I wouldn't mind it is because I'm just ready for the Edge storyline to continue, and maybe that's what we see maybe that's what we don't see coming is, is some sort of edge intervention and uh, Drew retains, um, you know, so far tonight, we already said that the, maybe the Finn or the Finn, maybe uh, the fiend. I like that. Uh, the, the Finn. Finn. Hey. <laughs> uh, do you see both? You know, I don't necessarily think that they would, drop both major titles on the same show we would never see that coming we would never see that coming it's on theme Um, why did they do that to themselves that is the worst they put these tag lines on things and then they can never live up to the hype because you know some nerd on twitter is going to be like i totally saw that coming (laughs) yeah yeah but they did not i mean you know the the greatest wrestling match ever ended up being I, I it ended up making sense why they they yeah, it, wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't bad it was really i mean the the way that they were using uh all these different finishers from throughout it was the greatest wrestling match because it it showcased multiple eras of wrestling all in one wrestling match um so I, I understood that, but you're right where, where they're, they're, they're raising their bar almost too high with these, with these taglines. So um, I think it would make sense for Edge to um, have a surprise comeback here, but I don't know if, if his surgery is, is uh, if, he's if he's ready, yeah, if he's ready. rehab and, and everything like that. Um, I guess it has been a couple of months now, at least, and it wasn't a a terrible surgery, I don't think. Yeah, uh, fairly simple. 
um, just kind of, you know, I think what, what was it a bi- uh, bicep tricep or tear or something tricep. like that. I mean, yeah. I, you in know. the WWE, it's very, you know, you'll be out for six months and then they're back in four type stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah. all about how Edge responds. I mean, Edge isn't a spring chicken anymore by any stretch. So no. it might take him a little longer. But even then, if he came out and his music hit and it cost Randy the title, you don't have to have him, you know what I mean? You don't have to have him come out and get into a brawl. You don't even have – it could be something that builds up. And yeah. Edge yeah. can cut promos saying, hey, Randy, I didn't think – you know, you deserve this title shot to begin with. It's because I got hurt that you got this title shot. Stuff like that. Yeah. It could be, you know, I don't think that you have the grit and determination. He can cut another one of those program, you know, programs promos. Right. Poor Drew McIntyre in this whole situation, though. I mean, the dude's doing good work. The problem is it's just not hitting because it is the PC era and it's it is, yeah. not the same. It's been a good run, but he needs this feud more than Randy does because I think this is the best and most legitimate competitor Drew's faced since he won the title because they didn't even do a return match with Lesnar. It was like he beat Lesnar and then he moved on to like to beat the big show the next night and then right. they gave him Dolph Ziggler. I mean, guys that we don't think – they're going to lose to and then this is the one where it's like all right randy orton i could see them pulling the trigger and going orton's the guy he's killing it right now he's doing this legend killer stuff and then have yeah. brew win it back at another time building him up a bit even further because i'm always the guy that's like what's better than one title reign two title reigns Yes, range. You know, we don't talk about the you know the WWE champion that had one title reign. We only, we talk about the Flares, the Cenas, the Rocks, the Ortons. You know, yes. You can't do that with a guy if he has a 400, 500 day title reign. You got to have him lose it and win it back to build up him. Into- well, and and it's and it's you know we got into this uh, on our last show. Um, was I changing tires? You you may have been. Um, we were talking about. Oh shit! I just lost my point. Talking about title reigns. Yeah. Um, Roman oh, reigns. It got heated. No, it got heated on this topic. Um, oh shit! You might have to edit this out. I just lost my point. I don't know. I like. I kind of like it. Well, if you guys <laughs> want to know what they talked about, you guys can always look back at the at pre- previous. Kyle might have to. Um. Oh my gosh. Uh, this was a really good point, and it's going to kill me. Um. What were we talking about? I don't care if it's title reigns, Roman reigns, it was was chicken chicken wings. Drew McIntyre wins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Well, why do you think of the point? I'll tell you. I think I think Drew gets the W because he needs that statement win. 
Yes. Although I do truly believe that, I mean, if I was doing like confidence points, I'd have like one confidence point on it. Because, like I said, Randy Orton taking it home and getting closer to Flair's record after kicking Flair, or he didn't kick him, but he low blowed him and then punting his head off. Yeah. It could be Randy's um, moment going into payback. And I mean, hell, they're probably. They could run it back at payback because that's what they do. Doesn't have to be a long title reign. Yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, it, like you said, it's unfortunate for Drew because he is a great baby face and it's unfortunate he can't do this in front of a crowd. Um, do you, the question is, if you put it on Randy, you very soon, if it doesn't happen, at SummerSlam, very soon we get Edge back. And do you want Edge in the title picture? I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think people would love that. We did it with Goldberg, and it, for at least that first title run, it was it was great. Maybe it was just great because we got you know somebody finally took the belt off off Brock. Um, right, but I think but it, yeah, I think that's probably more it. Uh, I would but, say, I would say Edge in the title picture is fine. If it's one of those things where, you know, it's Randy Orton being like, I'm the legend killer. This is it, you know, career type stuff where he retires. Yeah, I mean, I think because I, I think if you're going to retire Edge, because I mean, the dude's only, I mean, I don't know, his contract's like three years long. He's like 47, 48. I mean, he'd be retired at some point. I think Orton would be the guy to do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't think we're there yet. I think uh, I think it could make sense to to put the title on Edge, which would mean I think Randy comes out on top, especially because it's this summer has kind of been Randy's summer to an extent. Um, but there's still, I think, part of the reason Edge wanted to come back in the first place was to wrestle AJ Styles and wrestle Daniel Bryan and wrestle Seth Rollins. Um, and have these dream matches, and why not put those dream matches on display with the title around Edge, um, or or at least have them fighting for the title? And 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 I think it would be an it. You know, let's say you you put the title on Edge at Payback. He holds it to Survivor Series. That's only a couple months. That's a small little reign. Um, and uh, he could he could bend it once or twice between between those times. Um, maybe you put it back on Randy, or maybe it goes to again AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins in that uh, in that span of time. Yeah, um, all those options are good. I know the all right. That, my point. I'm losing my point now. You got me stuttering. Um, with Edge, since he's a part-timer, if you put the belt on him, do you think the fans turn on him like they would if it was Brock Lesnar or Goldberg? Or you're any... not on. You're not turning on Edge, even if he only defends the belt. Let's say, they, let's say they, when he comes back from injury, they slap the belt on him. He only defends it once or twice a year because he's only contractually obligated to wrestle. I think like three times a year. Well, um, that's, that's, so 
That's and you're I'm not going to have Edge. You're not going to have Edge as, as old as he is, putting out a fighting champion type moniker like Cody, where he's every week putting the belt up. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. But I think fans will will give Edge a pass for one. Um, I also think that Edge doesn't necessarily have to have the title on the line to compete or to uh, you know because I think also at some point it would make sense to see rated RKO again. So maybe between payback, let's say they put it on him, maybe not payback, maybe hell in a cell, make that time period. I think if edge gets the title, it'll be between now and survivor series and he drops it survivor series. I think just in the context of what we're talking about, that probably makes most sense. Maybe even, maybe he even uh, carries it to um, Royal rumble, but, I think if you put the title on him, it's not for very long and he can still have that one or two in there. And in this COVID period, it can make sense. So who's winning on Sunday? <laughs> that, yeah. You got us, you got us, but you got us booked out to the rumble, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think, I think uh, it makes sense for, for it to go on Randy. Um, because of, of his stock has risen so much. Why would they, at least with Randy Orton, it's never been the case that they build him up just to uh, break him down. They build him up for a reason every time, and that's usually for a title. I mean, the guys, yeah, this if he wins this title, I it'll put him at 15? No, 14? 14, yeah, I think it's 14. Maybe four, I have to do it's, – it's there. It's 14 or 15. He'd be – has 15. Or does he have 16 now and is waiting to have this, the 17th? Oh, wow. You put me on the spot here. All the internet wrestling community is going to crucify us for that. I think Flair's at 17. I think Cena's at no. 16. Flair is, for, is surely at 16. 16. Okay. I just don't remember. If Flair's at 16. I think Cena's at 15. I think the next one ties. And I think, the, yeah. I think, I think he's still one off. Because I don't even think that they wanted to go there where he tied the record. I'd have to look it up. I could be wrong. I'm going to look it up as soon as this podcast is over. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep at night not knowing that. But, no, Randy's at, like, 13 or 14. He's right there, too. So yeah. he, he, if they wanted to start that process, I think they would start it Sunday. That said, I'm going to go with Drew just so we're different in an opinion on one of these matches. Great minds think alike, but like I said, I don't have a ton of confidence in it. But it is the yeah. match that Drew McIntyre, you put Randy Orton, you know, on your resume as a person you beat on your title reign. That legitimizes your title reign. That's a good point. Going forward. So I'll go with yeah. Drew. Not happy about it. But it, and it, I, yeah, I, I see your point there. Um, and it is a usual spot for a WrestleMania winner who wins a major title to drop um, their title. It, it, you know, that, that, that season um, tends to end at SummerSlam. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Randy Orton on that one. I'm, I don't, I'm, I, you know, I'm 70% on that as well, 60% on that one as well. But uh, yeah, I'll stick with Randy here. 
sort of tie a bow on the weekend it is because we've come to the end of the predictions. I'm going to ask one more SummerSlam prediction. What do you think they're going to do that we've never seen coming? I don't, want to say I don't want to say it again. All right. He's going to. So just quickly, I'll cover my ears. What was it? CM Punk is the leader of Retribution. There, I said it. Oh, no. I got it out. I got it out. <laughs> I was uh, going to say Retribution burns down the Amway Center. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't imagine we'll wrap this because we're, we're getting close on time here, but I can't imagine that they have Retribution to all this shit night in and night out on Raw and SmackDown and not have any kind of impact on this SummerSlam. So something's going to happen. Yeah. If nothing happens, that would be odd. It'd almost be like Retribution can break into Full Sail and can break into the Performance Center, but they moved a few miles up the road and can't find them. You know? it's like, yeah, right. So they got to be there. Something's going to happen. I'm not That's sure. Gotta- Kyle, you're swinging for the fences. You're going to get my heart broken on Sunday. I'm going to be crying. It's going to be, you know, midnight Sunday. I'm like, oh, did CM Punk didn't show up? Be going back to watch the pipe bomb on the WWE. I watched that yesterday, by the way. Oh, nice. On I, a, on just like it popped up and I was like, I haven't seen this in a few months, like a few months to a year. Let's, damn. Some of that stuff he said is still ringing true today. Absolutely it is. And it still gives me goosebumps and, uh, and, and one of John Cena's best matches ever, probably top two, top three, is Money in the Bank 2011 versus CM Punk. Oh yeah, I watched I watched that match probably every few months just for fun. Like it's so yeah. good, yeah. it is Absolutely. so good. So to wrap this up, anything else you want to add this week, Kyle? Before we get out of here, can we? Uh... Can we can we throw a preview out of 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 the uh, next wrestling plug Inc. draft that we're gonna do? Go for it. That's what we're here for. Uh, I think the next one we're gonna do is going to be um, our top five dream matches of all time that we would love to see happen. Uh, I think that one will be exciting. That will be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can have a guest or two on for that one. Yeah, well, uh, well, that's going to be in the next week or two. Next week's payback, so we're going to predict that. But I think we could probably fit that in next week for sure. Payback shouldn't be as long as this one is. This one, the speaking of which, if you're listening and you've made it through the whole episode, suckers, because I'm probably going to break this down into two parts. So you, if you want to listen to the NXT side of things, you can listen to the NXT side of things. If you want to listen to SummerSlam, you can listen to SummerSlam. If you want to listen to all of it, that's awesome. We appreciate I that. Hope I do. But if you want to break it down into two episodes, I'm going to try to make that easier for everybody <laughs> as we uh, wind down here. Yeah, so next week we'll we'll do that. Top five dream matches. Uh, little draft, kind of like we did last week with our stables. Once one's off the board, you can't take that one. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about payback. We'll touch on some SummerSlam uh, reactions. It sounds like it's going to be a fully packed show next week. Keep an eye out on 
Facebook, I've dropped the all-time Divas Championship bracket tonight. Ooh. AJ Lee versus Alicia Fox and Nikki Bella versus Natalia. The one seeds and two seeds are going after it right now. Interesting. AJ yeah. Lee, I'm calling it now. AJ Lee wins that. Oh yeah, she's definitely a front runner for the final. Ooh, no, Paige, Paige is my other. Uh... Paige drew Charlotte Flair in round one. Ooh. Because I base it off of days that they've held the title. That's yeah. how I rank. That's how I rank it. Are you going that, just this title? Just Diva's title. Okay. Okay. So. It's an, an interesting, and then there was a tie with Paige and somebody else, so Paige got moved up to the uh, Charlotte Flair line, which made for all sorts of interesting stuff. It was crazy. So take a look at that. Keep a lookout for those matchups as they drop over the next few days. And, Kyle, unless you've got any words of wisdom or power of positivity to drop you, I think we're almost out of here. Hey, we covered it. Go Cubs. I'm happy baseball's back. I'm happy hockey's back. Happy hockey, baseball, basketball, sports are back. Wear a mask. Be safe out there. Yes. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Peace.